What's good, everyone? Welcome to the premiere, the pilot, the first ever episode of Talking with Ballin. I'm your host, of course, Ballin Faldolin, Brandon Faldolin, B, whatever you know me by. First and foremost, I'd like to say thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode. I've always wanted to do a podcast ever since listening to guys like Chris Jericho, Stone Cold, Edge and Christian. I just think they bring great content, and I love listening to those guys. I'm not in this for the money or the popularity. I've just always enjoyed listening to podcasts, and this is just something I've been passionate about and I've always wanted to do. So I really hope you guys enjoy listening to my podcast. I'll mainly be discussing sports like basketball, football, and wrestling. I'm not into all the golf and soccer and NASCAR bullshit, so if you're looking for that here, I'm sorry. This is just the wrong podcast for you. I'll also be talking about video games from time to time, upcoming releases, popular games right now, favorites of all time. I really hope you guys will enjoy those episodes as well. But for episode one, we'll be discussing the state of the NBA with my brother, Dustin McKee. We'll be discussing the free agent pickups this offseason, the Kawhi DeRozan trade, LeBron to the Lakers, and the Warriors' dominance over the NBA the last three years. Just over, We're just going to be discussing the whole state of the NBA as a whole. But again, thank you very much for tuning in to my first episode. If you have any questions or comments, hit me up on any of my social media pages, my personal ones for now. I'll be making pages for this podcast, but for now, just hit me up on the personal pages. I'll be doing Q&A segments sometimes, so your questions will most likely end up on the show. So send them in, and I'll answer them on here for you. But stay tuned. I'll be right back with my boy D to discuss some good old NBA basketball. All right, welcome back to Talking with Ballin. I'm here with my good brother, Dustin. Dustin, say what's up to the good people. Hey, how y'all doing out there? All right, we're here to talk about some basketball. I think we know a little about about basketball, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Know a lot about basketball. Went way, way back. I mean, we ain't no ESPN reporters, even though, you know, they're a bunch full bunch of shit, too, sometimes. So it's all opinion based. I don't know know what you what you talking about. I got that Stephen A reaction. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's all we we ain't here to make you agree with us. We're just here to bullshit and just give you our opinion on what's going on with some basketball, some NBA. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's get to it. All right. Well, what do you think about your boy, LeBron? It's going to L.A. Oh, man. Couldn't stand it. I can't stand seeing him in a freaking Laker jersey. Doesn't make any sense. But honestly, I think he made the decision based on he wants to make movies after he gets out of the NBA. His kid's going to have a lot better high school opportunities and potential to play with him in the NBA if he stays healthy and makes it to that age and stuff. Um, So I think he did it for a whole business standpoint, not based on what they got on the team. So it makes sense to me, but at the same time, it disgusts me. <laughs> right, I feel you. Do you see? Do you feel that his legacy might be tarnished now, going to LA, living no. there? I mean, if his legacy is tarnished, it's been tarnished since he went to Miami. You know, everybody always got to be hating on him and shit, and talking about him leaving teams and stuff. You but know, ain't nobody ever talking about he's under the biggest LeBron hater. You know, oh but, yeah, you know, I've grown some respect from over the years. So. Definitely. He's always been on the underdog teams and made them better. You know, he's never played a underdog team or anything like that. Every team he's played, 
besides the Mavericks, pretty <laughs> and uh, proven have a proven track record of winning championships and making it to the finals and stuff. So I don't think his tar- his legacy's tarnished, you know. But if you if you think that, then you're just a hater, <laughs> <laughs> right? Do the uh, but do you think he lives under Kobe and Jordan's shadow, perhaps? Because they're always like. Everybody, when they talk about LeBron, it's like, oh, Kobe and Jordan, you know, they're like the pinnacle for him. So, you know, for these last no, maybe, maybe under Jordan's shadow, maybe a little bit just because everybody compares him and stuff. But that's two totally different eras. So, and they're two totally different players, too. I mean, Michael Jordan isn't 6'8", 250 pounds, you know, massive shoulders and shit. So, he ain't out there bodying people and stuff. He was more finesse. And LeBron's out there bodying people and getting inside the paint and doing the rough work. And then him and Kobe, I mean, Kobe played a little longer and had a bit and didn't have his injuries towards the end of his career and stuff. Then I think maybe he'd be under Kobe's shadow a little bit. But no, nah, I think he's already surpassed Kobe and what he's done, in my opinion. And, oh, that's that's tough. Besides championships, besides championships. But I would take away three of those with uh, Shaq. So without Shaq. Mm, that's that's a good point. But then people would say the same without LeBron with going to Miami without Wade and Bosch. That could be another argument. There. If anything, you got you got to throw Ray Allen in there. He's the one that saved him on on their first one. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say Bosch really did. I mean, he was good. Don't get me wrong. He scored thirty points or close to thirty points a game and shit. And he's out there playing defense and stuff. And D Wade's always been good, but yeah, no, I think it's all LeBron. He <clears throat> made it to nine nine finals, eight straight. That's yeah, true. there ain't there's nothing you can really tarnish about a legacy like that. Right. He's all stand up guy you know, gives all his money away to people in cities that he's in and stuff. Yeah. I think he's, yeah, I think he's overall good guy. I mean, sometimes he makes some questionable things on the court, like crying about some fouls and shit, but you can say that about some other players as well. Yeah. Look at freaking James Harden or Dream on Green freaking, (laughs) they're the worst. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely for sure. Uh, how do you think he'll fare in the West, though? He's, he's always been in the East his whole career, so, and he's coming out of the West, so. How do you think he's going to fare in the West? It all depends on how him and the Lakers mesh and the team he's got stuff, honestly. He's got he's to get right with Lance and Rajon and he's got to figure out who's going to be playing the post and everything. And, um, you know, he's got to mesh well with the team to be able to do good and stuff in the in the West. But I think they're going to be right up there, one, you know, one, two, three seed right around in there somewhere with Houston and Golden State, obviously. Right. It will be interesting to see how uh, Lance, Rondo, and him, like, all play together considering their, you know, their beef back in the day with certain, you know, yeah. certain games and shit. Lance blowing his ear and then Rondo getting in his face. And, you know, oh, yeah, they got history for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely going to be uh, it's gonna be weird to see. Do you think he'll mesh well with uh, the young players, though, like uh, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, guys like that? Yeah, I think he, he he can get them under his wing and stuff, and they can probably be pretty good listeners. And I mean, they should be. They got the best player in the game on the planet right now, and for the last, you know, whatever, what ten years or whatever. So yeah, I think that uh, they'll mesh pretty well if they listen to him and kind of get guidance on what they need to do to be good players in the league and business wise and on the floor and off the floor. Um, He's one of the greatest basketball minds on the floor and off the floor. So, yeah, I think they'll mesh pretty well. That's true. Yeah, I think uh, I think he'll do good taking them young players under his wing and making them pretty well. Do you think LeVar might be a distraction, though, with Lonzo and how much shit he talks as well? 
maybe, but I think he's kind of got his own, you know, he's got that JBL or JBA thing or whatever the fuck that thing's called. He's got that league, so he's probably focused on that a little bit. And then I know he, he keeps trying to get LaMelo and um, whatever, LiAngelo or whatever. He's trying to get him into the NBA and, you know, they're trying to do all that kind of stuff. So I don't think it'll be too big of a distraction, but if ESPN lets him come back around and starts bringing him on for interviews and asking him questions and shit, then, yeah, he got, he's going to be a pretty big distraction, honestly. Right, and that's how he hasn't, not, he hasn't been on any of those like late, like anymore. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't like any on any interviews or like any shows like that anymore. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen him in a long time, which is kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Not seeing posts every day on Facebook about him or hearing his dumbass voice on ESPN talking some crazy shit about how he could beat Jordan one on one. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, obviously, he's a good dad. It's like you know, supporting his kids. I don't hate on him because of that. I just hate how annoying. You know, all like how much pussy they're yeah. like the Kardashians of basketball almost. You know, exactly. like at, point, at some point they were, but I don't think it's. And now he has a show and everything too, like him. So, oh, yeah, right? yeah, I forgot about that. That's fucking tough. All right, well, let's freaking. What about this? We might as well get into this Kawhi DeRozan trade that just happened recently. That's that's pretty crazy. I mean, I knew that Kawhi was getting traded, but I did not see it coming to the Raptors. What do you think about that? That's fucking. That's tough. Yeah, I did not think going to the Raptors until I seen some post on Facebook about it or whatever. Somebody was talking about it, and then it happened. And then now you see all the stuff him talking about not even wanting to play for him and might want to sit out the season and stuff so that he can go to LA next year, which I think is just a bitch move. And then obviously the whole loyalty thing with DeRozan and, you know, telling him they aren't going to trade him. And then two days, three days later, after the summer league's over, they trade him, you know, and then come out publicly saying that, Oh, you know, we're so glad we got Kawhi. He's going to take our team to the next level this year and blah, blah, blah. And he played all of nine games last year and really hasn't proven much in the last two years. Yeah. He had a good first three, four years, decent, but last two years, he hasn't done shit. Right. Yeah, I don't honestly I don't think he's as good. He had like that one good year. We had like twenty five, three and five. He had the finals MVP, but then he got hurt. Like he's out of, he don't think he's worth the money that people think he's worth. I think he's an average player. He's not on the top of elite player in my you know, in my opinion. I don't think he's a top ten player. I wouldn't throw him in the top ten. But that, yeah. that's just me, you know. I I just I exactly. don't see it. He's a good defender. His offense, you know, comes and goes. But I just I don't I don't see I don't think he's worth the max contract. That's for sure. He's probably ended up going to LA, and you know, but I don't know. But like you said earlier, I don't like you told me the other day. Like I don't think uh, he wants to play with LeBron, like you know, LeBron Shadow. Yeah, that's why I think he'd go to the Clippers. Honestly, I mean, they got Doc Rivers. He's a good coach, and I mean, they traded all their other players off, but Clippers. they're kind <laughs> of in the rebuilding and stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if he went there just to be in LA, but not want to be in LeBron's shadow on the same team. Right. But that would be pretty legal if he was healthy and played like he did a few years ago, him and LeBron on the same floor would, would be pretty nasty. Do you think uh, he's the biggest diva in the NBA now, going, considering all this shit going on? I, think, I, would, I would say he is. I'd say he's pretty close, but he, has, he hasn't really, like, publicly came out and said any of this shit, and That's it's all, like, people saying stuff about him, and, like, he's, like, you know, people just saying things, like, that he said or whatever. Just, like, reporting. He came yeah. out and, like, cried about it and said, oh, I don't want to play for Toronto. I want to be in L.A., blah, 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 which that's probably what he's thinking. But I think to be a diva, you have to, like, come out like Terrell Owens and cry about your quarterback or something, <laughs> something crazy <laughs> like that. Like, you got to show your face and – 
talk some shit and cry about it to be a diva. But yeah, he's pretty close, I would say. Right. And I guess you'd probably say that the Spurs obviously won this trade. I mean, if Kawhi's going to sit out the whole year, then obviously. Yeah, I'd say they won this trade. But uh, I don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do for their backup point guard position and stuff without Tony Parker. I know he's getting aged and getting down there and getting old or whatever. But True. I don't know. Lost Danny Parker as well. Lost Danny Parker in that trade as well. So, or no, not yeah. Danny Parker. Dan- I'm, I'm sleep. <laughs> Danny Green is what I meant to say. Danny Green. So that's yeah, kind of that's, too. that's kind of key loss there too. And they don't have Rudy Gay anymore because he went and signed with who we signed with Phoenix, I think, or. Uh, no. I'm not sure. He's not with, yeah. with somebody else. He ain't on their team anymore. So now they just got Lamarcus and freaking DeRozan. Right. So yeah, it'll be interesting. And they saw Paul Gasol, but he's he's up there in age, obviously. So. He's old spot. Right. So yeah. Well, would you think the Raptors are going to be on the decline now? Obviously, they're not going to be really a top team anymore. I would say. Yeah. Without their coach of the year on their team anymore, I mean, shit. You get rid of your coach of the year. You get rid of your main person in your backcourt freaking or in your front court I should say on your guard should have got rid of Kyle Lowry if anybody but you get rid of DeRozan yeah Kyle yeah, Lowry's fucking butt dude he's so but I don't understand like why people think he's so good he freaking he's good at regular season player once the playoffs comes he just disappears he's not there he chokes like he just uh, up three. yeah terrible defense threes up right it's freaking ridiculous what do you think? Yeah, but I think they're going to be like pretty good in the East, though. I mean, they'll still do decent. They'll still be top three because who else do you got other than Philly and the Celtics, really? Right. Who do you think is going to be play, better play in the long run, though? Kawhi or DeRozan? I mean, Kawhi, I mean, he's coming off an injury, so he can't really – I can't say – I got to say DeRozan, honestly, because he hasn't been injured and he's already been proven the last few years, you know. But if Kawhi is healthy and he plays like he used to and – plays for many years then then yeah you'd have to go with Kawhi probably because he's he's a little bit more of an all-around player because he can play defense way better than DeRozan can obviously but I'd say DeRozan's a better scorer a prolific scorer like he can get to the bucket he can get middies and stuff uh, he's three points not as great yeah, but I think his middies was a little off he needs to find like a better I, think, I don't know his jumper still needs to develop I think a little bit more like he he'll get there like he he can get to the bucket I think I can think of him as like a Almost a slasher, almost, you know, if we're doing 2K references here. Pure yeah, Pure Slasher having ass. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> right. And then, uh, fucking Devin Booker getting that max deal. I mean, that's kind of, that's crazy. Do you, do you think, uh, these unproven play young players are getting too much just because of, like, you know, a couple good games or, like, you know, one good season? I think he's still pretty young. I don't know if they should have given him a max contract yet. Yeah, definitely not. I I think you should play at least four or five seasons in the NBA before you should get like a max max contract. Like if you're a good rookie or something, or you play a pro, a pretty prolific first year, and they want to, you know, reclassify your contract or whatever, then they can give you a little bit more money. But yeah, talking about max contracts, I mean that shit's for KD and LeBron, Chris Paul, James Harden, top tier players. Know, like, yeah, like top that actually are going to put out for you. Like deserving. Points in a game that you lost. And then what did he do next game? He had like 10 points or some shit. So, yeah, definitely you can't go off of one game or one season and give these young guys a a shit ton of money because it just goes right to their head. And if they're not – if they don't have good work ethic, then you just basically paid somebody a shit ton of money to 
play mediocre basketball. Right. I think the only reason I'm seeing the reason they give them his money is because they want to keep a star in Phoenix because, let's be honest, they're going to be irrelevant in the West considering all the star power yeah. in the West. So, I think. Well, if you're not the Lakers, Houston, or Golden State, you're irrelevant, basically. Pretty much. Unless you're Portland. I'm not Portland. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I got to wrap the home, you know, the home state team. You got to wrap them. Always. Definitely. Yeah, but they're still going to be irrelevant regardless, you know, so. Uh, I guess you yeah. know, give him the money, whatever. But I don't, I don't think he's worthy of it yet, to be honest. No, not at all. But speaking of the Warriors, I know you're not a big fan of them. You know, you know they've been beating LeBron up the last couple of years, but LeBron got one on them over a couple of years ago. So at least you still got you'll got 2000, uh, 2016, I think. You got mm-hmm. that. Yeah, at least you got that. Over the too, because why? Came back from three one, never done before. Yeah, they'll definitely That's always have that. Regardless, so that's definitely impressive. But do you think the Warriors might? They're scary right now. (laughs) You got five All Stars on the starting lineup, and you know Demarcus, who can score in the paint, get rebounds, play defense, and then everybody else. It's already proven, you know, that they can do their roles and play their roles and everything. Um, They still got their players. Three P. Yeah, yeah, they could. I mean. The only the only way they're not going to get a three peat is if they lose the Western Conference Finals. If they make it to the finals, then it's wraps basically. The or Celtics could take them to seven, but if not, it's wraps. True, or an injury, you know, a couple injuries oh, yeah. could throw him down. He's he's known for getting injured and stuff in the final or in the playoffs, right? And Demarcus Cousins coming back, you know, off the was it a torn Achilles? So I mean, he saw yeah. him back, and I think a lot of people are giving him shit for the move he did, but you got to think about it. He wants to get a ring because, you know, considering all the, you know, the star power and the NBA this, you know, coming up, I don't think he's really going to have a chance to get a ring. So he wants to get his one ring. And then next year, if he can prove himself this year, he wants to get a big contract for another team. So like business-wise, it's obviously a smart decision, you know, but, you know, a lot of people are going to hate on him, obviously, because, you know, the Golden State's already obviously overpowered, so they don't really need him. But I can understand it, like, being, you know, for business like he wants to get his ring and then get his money next year so i understand it makes sense but at the same time it's like if he gets the ring it's almost kind of tainted because he just went to a team to get a ring to get his money basically and then if he doesn't win the ring it's like well what was the point then why'd you go to why'd you go to golden state might as well just stayed in new orleans and tried to win something there you know make them better and then maybe get a max contract there or go to a different team but i don't think he didn't want to live it he didn't want to live probably in Anthony Davis' shadow, and he probably just wants to get his money or get his ring this year, like I said, and then he'll go to a different team. And get no it. other teams offered him a contract anyways, too. So True. I mean, he, really, he, only, he only could have chosen the Pelicans or the Warriors. So, I mean, yeah, he obviously in hindsight he made the right decision probably because they probably will win the championship. But if they don't, then it's like, well, shit. <laughs> Why'd you do that for her, you know? Might as well have just waited and played in a team that doesn't have a – shit ton of all-stars and star players and then get your points and get your triple doubles and all that stuff to make it look like you're a max worthy contract player and then go get that max contract but now that he's on the warriors playing with all these all-star players and shit you know he's not going to get those triple doubles and 30 point games 40 point games he's not going to get that shit when you got clay steph and kd running the ball up the court Right, it's going to be interesting because, you know, he seems kind of self, like a selfish kind of player. So, I wonder oh, yeah. if he's going to be able to mesh well, especially with Draymond. Like, I'm calling it right now. First week, him and Draymond getting a fight. Calling <laughs> Right, in practice. <laughs> Start throwing punches. Right, in practice. Not even during the game. In practice. 
Exactly. Motherfuckers are going to be jawing all the fucking time. That shit's going to be ridiculous. All right. Do you think that... KD, too. And KD don't like each oh, other, either. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it's going to be... Gonna be interesting. Do you think it's bad for the NBA though, with uh, them having the starting lineup, like having all these all stars? And definitely watered down for sure. Like we've been talking about this whole this whole podcast. You know, you got three teams in the West that are basically vying for a spot in the finals, and then the rest are just kind of bottom feeders that are just hanging around. Might give you a stellar game or a stellar highlight here and there, but it really isn't going to amount to anything. And then in the East, you know, it's kind of a toss up down from three to from three down to it's a pretty big toss up. So yeah, I think it's, it kind of waters it down when you get five all-stars on a team and then you're trying to stack teams up and everything, especially in California, who the fuck wants to live in California? Sorry to the fellow Californians, but we just, we, we don't like your state. I'm sorry. It's just yeah. the tax York, is ridiculous. The weather sucks. Like the traffic sucks. I'm sorry, brothers. Like, smog. We don't want your shitty smog. Right. Your I, mean, attitudes. I still love my Niners and my family down there, but I just do not like the state of California. I'm sorry. Exactly. That's facts. Right? And uh, I think to me, but right. Do you think uh, this is be Clay's last year here, though? Because I think this, this is his last year on this contract. So, do you think he might leave next year? Or do you think he might stay and try to get more rings? Uh, it's a possibility that he could leave if he wants money, but I think he's already publicly said that you know he don't care about the money. He just wants to win games and have fun while he's doing it. So, I think as long as Steph's still around, and he's healthy or whatever, he'll probably stay attached to Steph his whole career, I think, honestly. That's why I started telling people, like, I don't think he cares about the money. Like, I, heard, I read somewhere that he, like, saves his money up and shit, and, like, he doesn't spend too much. So, I mean, he still makes a good amount of money now, and he's just enjoying winning championships. Like, I think that's what, that's what, exactly. you, that's what you play basketball for is to win championships. Like, yeah, the money's nice, but if you're going to, like, if you have a chance to win a bunch of championships, go out and win them damn championships. Cause, and if you're smart with your money, like, do it by yourself or with maybe like another good role player or something. But when you got five all-stars on one team, like, yeah, they're expected to win in the championship. And if they do, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you were expected to win it because <laughs> you have all these players and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, he could maybe want to leave because maybe he wants to be that guy that goes and takes a team to the finals or something like that. So I think that's more exciting is being on a team that you're carrying basically on your back, kind of like LeBron's been doing and everything. Um, to the finals and stuff, it's a lot better than if you're playing with a bunch of all-stars on your team and having them carry you and vice versa, basically. Right. Yeah, I love those playoff runs where, like, you get those couple players or, like, the whole team, like, the, you know, you know, I got to mention it, my 2011 Mavericks, that whole team, especially Dirk, you know, he stepped up that whole that whole playoff. So I like, you okay. know, playoff runs like that where you got those couple players or one player just, you know, tearing it up. But – it's getting kind of boring, you know, watching the Warriors and the LeBron and Cavaliers or whoever he's going to be with, you know, next, you know, being in the finals all the time, you know. So, I mean, it'd be nice to see some new teams, you know, here here soon because it's getting kind of watered down, like we were saying, for sure. Seeing all the same teams in the finals every year and stuff is definitely not, definitely not something that everybody wants to watch every single year and stuff. You know, if it gets too predictable, then – people stop watching it because who wants to watch something that you already know the outcome of basically you know well that's wrestling <laughs> well, <laughs> we know you don't know but you don't know the outcome of wrestling before you watch it like you can guess maybe or you can kind of like get hints or something at 
oh, this is what's going to happen, but they don't come out blatantly and just show it like, oh, well, this guy's going to win, you know, or whatever. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you can guess, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I just wanted to say, I was just throwing that out there because it was just kind of funny because it made me last <laughs> one when you said that. I wasn't trying to throw shade or nothing, but. No, 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 no. I, I feel you. It's all good. <laughs> right. Do you think uh, any team in the West is going to be able to compete with the Warriors, though? Yeah. LA and Houston be the only teams that could. I mean, course everybody's got to stay healthy if you lose anybody right. on either one of those teams then it's basically wraps so and vice versa too if if anybody on the warriors lose their players then it could be wraps for them in the west you know right so. well it looks like the lakers got rid of uh it isaiah thomas and he went to denver do you think mm-hmm. that's how do you think he's gonna mess how do you think he's gonna mess there with uh no no kids or whatever his name is I can't Joker say team. <laughs> Jokic, yes, the Joker, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I think he can mesh pretty well with, in there with him. Um, but I don't know, though. It's good. you got to see how he plays off of that hip injury. It seems like that hip injury has kind of been hindering him for a little while now. And I think he kind of came back too early with Cleveland and stuff and aggravated him. That's why they got rid of him. And then he didn't play at all with the Lakers because it was still hurting him. So, got to see if uh, that injury – is healed up and everything, and if he can play up to the par that he needs. Right. And uh, Nokic resigned a uh, contract, too. I think he's uh, definitely worthy of that. I think he's probably one of the better big men in the league. There's not very many good big men left, so I think he's definitely worth uh, worth the resign for sure. Yeah, for sure. You think uh, they might be on the rise, Denver, eventually? I mean, obviously, it's the top three teams in the West right now, but they seem like it's in the West. Unless, unless they get switched up into the East, I don't, I don't think they're gonna, they're gonna have a chance. Well, I know. I mean, I mean, obviously, not, I don't mean like contend for a championship or anything. But do you think like they can make like the playoffs and have a good, good record? You know? Yeah, I think they could. I think they could maybe like make an make an eight seed or seven seed or something like that. Probably not. Yeah, maybe, maybe this year, but I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't know. Right, we'd have we, to wait. Oh, see yeah. how they play. Do we got a third guest? What's up, Liam? Sad yeah, Liam. <laughs> he wanted to jump in. He's yeah. like, I want to get on Uncle B's podcast. <laughs> playing his, playing his games on his tablet. Nice. All right, we'll jump back over to the East. Uh, what teams do you think could be stepping up now that LeBron left? Uh, left West. Got a couple there. Six. You gotta, you gotta again. You gotta keep saying. If teams stay healthy, we'll just assume that they're all going to stay healthy. But yeah, right, you always got. I'd say the Celtics are going to be number one, and then Philly and Toronto probably going to be fighting for two and three, and then Miami. You know, they they might still hang around and be up there four or five spot. And I mean, who else you really got? Brooklyn's trash. Freaking, <laughs> we got no. I guess you can't really sleep on the Pacers. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Oladipo, but I think they could be a potential dark horse or a sleeper in the East. Yeah, they could do something probably too. But uh, yeah, it's really those. It's those three teams up there, mainly two actually, because you know I don't even know if Kawhi is going to play for Toronto. So if he doesn't play all season, they're trash. They're not even going to make it up to the three spot. So right. might as well just put Philly and Celtics up there, and <laughs> they're going to be fighting for the Eastern Conference Finals and. I don't know. West is still kind of a toss-up for who's going to play Golden State, obviously, in the Western Conference. Right. I think it'll be in the Western. It's obviously going to be the Lakers of Houston, you know, barring injuries. And we're just think we're just assuming everything. Everybody's going to be healthy, obviously, right? So it's going to be them, those the three, and then the East. It's going to be like you said, the Celtics, Philly, and probably 
uh, Toronto, but that's only. But I don't know. I don't think Toronto's going to be good now without Rosen, especially if Kawhi sits out. But I think I think Philly's overrated, to be honest. I don't really. I'm not a big fan of Philly. I think Simmons does not have a jump shot. Like, yeah, he gets a couple good triple doubles. And, you know, I'm not really a big fan of Embiid. I don't think he can stay healthy. Like, I don't really think they're overrated. I think they're just – I think they're really overrated, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, they're still going to be up there. I think they got a good core and stuff, like Sar- Sarich and J.J. Redick and stuff. They've got pieces there that can, that can help them and stuff. But, again, they're not going to win a championship. They might – Maybe win the Western or I mean Eastern Conference Finals, but that's that's a long shot. They, their bench isn't as strong as the Celtics benches, and um, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, they'll definitely be up there because the East is butt, and they don't really have anybody to play now. Especially like that LeBron went west, and don't have really many else to play. But like some Miami, possibly they'll they'll be pretty. I think he's good when he is healthy. Like he just needs needs more playing time and stuff and to prove to people that he can stay healthy and that he can play at a prolific level for that amount of time. But yeah, if he gets hurt again, then they're done. He's been in the league. How long has he been in the league though? Like four years already? Four years or something like that. He hasn't played a full season yet. I think out of all four years, he's played like a total of 82 games probably. or That's crazy. Like, yeah, that's why I think they're just, they're upgraded because he's always getting hurt. And I don't think, I don't think they could do much. Who thinks the most underrated team in the East, though, that could? Most underrated? Probably Miami, honestly. I think if they're – if Whiteside's still happy there and if Wade comes back and he's still playing, like, you know, he's been kind of playing lately and stuff, um, I think they've got good pieces there. you got Justice Winslow and um, Tyler Johnson and – Freaking Drogic, you got all those guys and stuff that can facilitate the ball and score, and then you got Whiteside holding down the anchor on defense and everything. So I think they they could be a dark horse team, and then Indiana, of course, too, if they if they're you know playing good and everything, and Oladipo still doing his thing, then those two teams right there probably would be my dark horse teams that could upset the Celtics or you know somebody. you know who else we're sleeping on right now that I totally just remembered the Milwaukee Bucks yeah I remember Giannis Antetokounmpo so I totally forgot I yeah. just totally popped in my head I forgot about him like their team is pretty solid if you look at their team on paper I mean it's a pretty solid team they just they're all young you know they got a mesh and you know they get experience yeah. but I think they could definitely I think they still got a year or two if like they keep their team together and stuff maybe add another piece next summer or something like that they they definitely are going to be scary after this year but this year I don't think they're going to do anything they're still young and they're still trying to like get their wits about them they just got rid of their coach and so they're trying to figure that shit out so how about I think they'll they'll, they'll make the playoffs how about the Atlanta Hawks bro Hawks, dude, them, them dudes are scary as fuck. Right, and they just get Trey Young. They got the new Steph Curry. They drafted Trey Young. Right. Dude's trash. He, he's <laughs> trash. Yeah, I think he's way too fucking small for his position. And I think he plays out of his element, honestly. Like, he, he's good for co- college ball. It but looks like he throws up, chucks up a lot of shots, just like. He yeah, he throws up a lot of wild floaters and he throws up a lot of freaking threes and. Yeah, he's a little he's a little loose cannon for sure. Who do you think uh, could be a rookie, early rookie of the year? Mm, that's a good question. Um, damn, that's tough. Maybe uh, maybe that Josh Hart guy. I think he's a rookie. Just the dude that won the 
summer league MVP from the Lakers. Maybe he could come up, but I don't know. With LeBron on the team, maybe not. He's probably not going to get that. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to get much playing time. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, he might. With Phoenix, he might actually get it. He's averaging double-double and stuff in the summer league. And if uh, they can get him playing pretty good, he might might do pretty good. But nah, nobody really stands out on paper or anything. I'm sure you already know who I'm going to take. I'm a little biased, obviously. <laughs> the homeboy. I... Take your I can't remember his name, but we Mavs drafted him. Yeah, we got the Euro guy. We're getting freaking next Dirk. He's gonna be at the guard this time, though. We got Dennis Smith Jr. And yeah, let's, I think the Mavs. We're gonna rebuild mode, obviously, but I think uh, I think we'll be coming up soon. Obviously, you know, we're not gonna be contending the West anytime soon, but we gotta wait, you know, for all the you know the, all the super teams to die down a little bit, and then before we can start making some noise again, but. You know, maybe within the next 10 years or so, <laughs> we might be able to come back up. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I've watched some clips on uh, that Luca guy, too, from him playing overseas, and he seems like a pretty, pretty good baller. So I think they they definitely got a good pick up there. And, yeah, he could probably fight for rookie of the year, too. But there's nobody like no big name that came out of the draft or anything that you could say, oh, that guy is going to be rookie of the year. They'll probably just give it to Ben Simmons again. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Or Joel Embiid. Like, oh, he's a rookie. He hasn't played that much. So we'll give it to either one of them. Exactly. I think next year's draft class will be a lot better with Zion and all those guys. All those guys look pretty hyped. Duke's looking pretty fucking scary this year, too. But, I mean, they always put a good team together. They just underperform sometimes. So we'll have to see how they all play, though. All right. That guy just came out too. He might actually be pretty good from from Duke. He's a rookie this year too. He might actually might actually win rookie of the year if he can play pretty good. Right, Duke's always getting the good players. I swear. Right, off in the recruiting just like Alabama in football, always fucking getting that shit. Right, yeah, they're, they're like the Alabama of basketball, basically. Like they always got all the good players. I swear. Exactly. And I'm, I'm sad though. This might be Dirk's last year. I'm definitely gonna have to go to a game in Portland if he's playing again. Oh yeah, I'm definitely watch them. And we got DeAndre Jordan this year too, so I'm excited about that pickup. You seen Dirk's knees? You know he's about ready to fucking retire. Oh Better shit! Hang him, yeah, he barely jogging down the court. Like he is slow as hell. Oh my goodness. He's Work on his three pointer and have a freaking forty five three point percentage this year to be productive because he ain't getting to the paint. That's I'm for pretty sure. sure. I think he had over forty this year. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have the numbers yeah. in front of me right now, but I'm pretty. I'm almost gonna say eighty percent sure that he had over forty percent this year. Like he, that's all he's got left is his jumper. Like he ain't got the athleticism. He's got to keep something. Got to give him something. You know. Exactly. <laughs> he's got his jumper and his free throws, and that's what he's gonna do. And he's just gonna be like on the bench mentoring the young guys, Dennis Smith Jr. And the guy we spoke up this year, like, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, that's a good pickup right there, too. I mean, he's going to get you a lot of rebounds and play good defense. That's what we're lacking really bad is the inside interior defense because, you know, Mezreep's fucking ass. Getting technicals and trying to fight people all the time. Yeah, that scrawny-ass dude. Yeah, he's always trying to fight dudes. Like, get out of here. You're not tough. You're garbage. You get, like, two points a game, like, half a rebound, dude. No, you're garbage. I don't know why they yeah. give this guy a contract. Get the fuck out of here. We should re-sign Seth Curry instead. Exactly. They let him play 20 minutes. They should let that Kluber guy or whoever Kluber, that other oh, white yeah, guy. yeah, dude. He always balled. Dude, he trash. Yeah, Kluber always ball when you get a chance to play. Like, you get double-doubles all the time. Yeah. We've seen him in Portland. 
I think he played he played a couple minutes there, like towards the end of the game or the whatever. Yeah, I think, I think no, he, he started. Yeah, he started. He was, started. Yeah, he was at the beginning and he was balling up, and then they took him out, and then didn't really see him much after that. Especially and then Dirk, he was balling up in the fourth, and then they take him out. Like, why are you going to take out the guy that's bringing you back in this game right now? Like, that don't make no. <laughs> what kind of coaching decision is that, Rick? Come on, son. Come on, that does not make no sense. All right. Well, PG resigned with the Thunder. I don't, I don't really know. I agree with that move. I think that was kind of stupid because I don't think he matches well with Westbrook that great. Obviously, you can tell from last season. And they still got fucking Melo's ass, but I think he's trying to get out of there as well. Yeah, I think Melo's Melo's done, man. He he needs to go freaking play for a YMCA rec league or some shit. He ain't the same. <laughs> Sorry, Melo uh, fans. Yeah. <laughs> to drop his contract and buy him out or something so he can go sign with a different team because he ain't he ain't giving them no firepower or nothing and I think uh you know give PG and, and uh, Russell another year and maybe maybe they might mesh since they played last year and maybe they'll do better this year and stuff again they're in the west so they're not going to do a whole lot but I mean what team could have Paul George gone to that would have made more sense other than the Lakers but he didn't go to them because he knew that LeBron was going there and Again, I don't think people want to play with LeBron, which doesn't make much sense. But, you know, if you want to win championships or at least get to the finals, fucking you want to be on that guy's team. Yeah, why Why would you choose playing over Westbrook, who's known to, like – I mean, it's hard to say he's a ball hawk because he gets assists, but, like, he forces a lot of – like, you know, he pushes his guys out of ways to get rebounds. He, like, you know, forces some passes when he could take the shot. Like, there's a lot of things he forces, like, to get those numbers and – I don't know. I think he's kind of a selfish player, to be honest. I don't. I think he's kind oh, of yeah. rated. Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely a selfish player, and I mean, maybe him and maybe him and Paul George got a good relationship now or something. I mean, tough to say. You know, we're not in their circle, so we don't know how they how they converse with each other and stuff. But if they mesh well, then they might be a pretty decent team. They'll be middle of the West and you know can contend for. Second round. Oh, uh, you know their buddy buddies. You saw you saw those videos and then I was party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul George we saw party. Oh, I mean you can show face real easy and act like you're buddy buddy with somebody, but maybe they really are because he resigned with them and you know, he talked a big talk about how he wanted to leave and wanted to play for LA and everything and then he goes back and signs with Thunder, so maybe he sees something there that we all don't. Right. And what do you think about the Rockets? You think they'll try to make any noise again this year? I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think him, James don't, Harden, and Chris Paul can be able to get it done. A lot of people they retain. Saying, go ahead. I was just saying, did they retain Capella yet? Because if they don't, and they don't have a big man, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going yeah, I totally forgot about that. I definitely forgot about that. Yeah, they'll definitely have to pick him back up if they want to contend. But a lot of people are saying that the only reason the Warriors won in the final or not the Western Conference Finals is because Chris Paul got hurt. You think that's true? Well, that's part of the reason, but at the same time, when you miss twenty-seven straight threes coming out of halftime, uh, you should probably lose. And I don't even know why you were in the Western Conference Finals at that point. <laughs> uh, yes. Straight three-pointers, like bro, it ain't working. Drive to the bucket, get a foul, get a layup, pull up for a midi or something, because the three-pointer is just not fucking working. <laughs> and they just kept shooting that bitch in Game Seven, and I just. I don't understand it. Like they had a chance to win. They could have just drove to the bucket, you know, with Harden or, and then kick out to Gordon and shoot threes if they wanted to. But no, they just dribble, pull up, pull up three fucking brick every single time. 
Right. They definitely. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that game was straight garbage. But Terrible. if they had Chris Paul, then I don't think that uh, that would have happened. I don't think they would have shot that many threes or missed that many in a row. You know, I think he's a better facilitator and he, he moves around people better and gets people open and gets better shots for people that aren't contested. And I think they took a lot of contested shots. Trevor Reza, especially. I was about to say him. He went like 0 for 14 from three. He was fucking trash that game. Yeah, he was definitely trash. So, yeah, I don't think uh, – I don't think they deserve to win that series just based on that. But if they had Chris Paul, they probably would have won that series. Right. Yeah, that's, that was a fucking tough game to watch. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, especially when you pick it up in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like going into the second half and you see the halftime score, and you're like, oh, that's, that's decent. Yeah, like they might actually win this game. And then, yeah. And then straight <laughs> break, 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 break city. It was all. Long. It was straight ass. Well, Jimmy Butler, I don't think he's being he's not happy with the with the Timberwolves right now. How do you think what do you think he's gonna do? What do you think he's gonna end up? Oh, that's a tough one too. Um he's either gotta mesh mesh back with the Timberwolves and stay with their team because really, really good. Um, and I think they could be contenders if they all meshed well and Wiggins played up to his potential and with Jimmy on the court and Carl Anthony Towns and all them and stuff, I think that they do pretty good. But uh, if he doesn't want to play for him and they end up getting rid of him, I'd like to see him come to like, I don't know, Portland or something maybe, or um, I don't know who really needs, who really needs one New York. Maybe he's talked about like in New York and their team's fucking trash. So they could probably use somebody like him. Right. Yeah. Chris, Kristaps presenting this is like the only saving grace for them, but they're still ass. Like it doesn't matter what they do, they're gonna be by forever. And who likes fucking Knicks? Like what a stupid name! <laughs> Fuck the oh, Knicks. That that's that's bringing back to the Rookie of the Year candidate. Um, he might actually win it too. They got that Kevin Knox guy or whatever on their on the Knicks. He had a pretty stellar summer league too. So I'd have to throw his name up there for Rookie of the Year. I forget they're the team half the time because you never hear about them anymore because they're butts. Exactly. Once Carmelo left, it was like uh, New York who? Right? Yeah, that's just straight ass. The other Timberwolves, they do look good on paper. They have Carl Anthony Towns, Butler, Teague, fucking Wiggins. Like, it's just it's weird that they can't mesh. Like, I thought they were going to be really good this year. I thought they could make a run, but they just ass. I think that's the thing is like, they mesh well, but they're just too young. They're inexperienced. They haven't been in a lot of playoff games. You know, they haven't had like. But not Wiggins, Hounds, Butler. I mean, what has he done in those playoff games to like bring out veteran? Then he loses LeBron you know, like 4 0 in the play after the Hawks went like 61 and something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By fucking LeBron. <laughs> like pull Toronto esque right there. Right. Yeah, that's. They got raped that year for sure. It was bad. Atlanta hasn't been good for a long, long time. For Dominique. It's been a, definitely a long time for them. What about – we got we to talk about our hometown Blazers, I think, to wrap it up here. What do you think we got to do – we got to think we got to do to uh, get better for them? You know, I know Laylord, he's talk, always talking about he wants to stay in Portland, but I think we just – we got to get – who do you think we got to get to get them better? Yeah, I think – Everybody in Portland or, you know, everybody around that talks about Portland, they talk about 
keeping Lillard and trying to get rid of CJ or whatever. But I mean, you just seen what happened with Toronto and we'll see how it plays out this year or whatever. But I don't think breaking up that two tandem backcourt right there is the smartest idea. I'd like to see maybe CJ or Damian take more of like a point guard role and do more facilitating and stuff. So that it's not just them trying to like play off of each other and get jump shots and stuff like that, or play off pick and rolls and pull up jumpers and stuff. I mean, it works, but you got to get other teammates involved. And then um, I think Nurkic, he's probably coming into his own. So if they don't pick up a center, you know, later next year, maybe if they get DeMarcus or whoever, um, if he plays well, then they, all they really need is a small forward and a power forward. Um, or one or the other that's a stellar proven player that can play well with that team. And then I think they could do pretty good. But again, their bench is kind of scary too. So they don't have a real in-depth bench. So I think they need to focus on that first before they start changing up their starting lineup or, you know, trading players and stuff like that. Did they finally get rid of Aminu's bum ass? Because his his goofy ass is butt. (laughs) Still going to be Aminu. And I think they still have – Evan Turner. And oh, freaking... God, I forgot about him. They gave him way too much money to play there. He's not that good. Yeah, exactly. And then their bench is pretty scarce, too. I mean, you got Connington that comes in. He gives you some good minutes. And I think that uh, that Lamar guy, or I can't remember what his last name is, but that dude that was splashing threes when we went up and watched the game, um, that guy, I think he, he'll he'll do pretty good if they, they let him play a little bit more and stuff. But yeah, they need they need a better bench, and I think they need a better power forward or a better small forward to be able to contend, you know, for a middle spot in the West. Right. I was I agree with you too about the point. Or McCollum and Lillard, they both need to like, or one of them at least needs to learn how to like start facilitating them a little more. Yeah, they still need to do their scoring, but I think some of them need to start doing a little more facilitating, so that way that you know there's some more ball movement. Because I like both of them scoring score or whatever the games that they win they look good on paper and stuff but then the games that they lose you can tell they lost because they missed a lot of shots off of pick and rolls and stuff because they weren't trying to facilitate and they're just trying to get their shots and stuff and that's why they lose a lot of games is because they take too many ill-advised shots when they should be trying to work it into the paint more or you know better ball movement I mean you watch the Warriors play and the ball touches five hands maybe six hands you know before a shot goes up most of the time because they have a lot of good ball movement. So I think they need to work on that a little bit more and maybe get uh, Damian Lillard more of a point guard role and like make him more of a point guard because he's a good shooter. He can still hit threes and everything, but he's got to be able to facilitate a little more for them to be better. Yeah. He needs like that point guard mentality where he like, you know, he's not almost pat, not like pat, he's need to be a pass first, but I think he needs just to like pass a little more, you know, he needs yeah. to have some more, some more double digit assist games. Yeah. He needs to look for it a little more and like find his guys when he's driving to the bucket. You know, yeah, maybe he might make a contested layup with two guys on him or something. But the better option is to dump it off to the big man or kick it back out to CJ for a three or something like that. You know, like he needs to focus more on facilitating while scoring or playing off of his players and stuff first and then scoring later in the game when they need it, basically. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Definitely. Well, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you helping me do this first ever episode. Uh, oh, yeah. About some basketball. No Is there uh, any uh, your social media accounts you want to plug real quick? Yep. Just hit me up on Facebook, fucking uh, Liam's Pop on Facebook. You hit me up on uh, Anchor. I got Dustin McKee on there. 
and uh, you can hit me up on Twitch too. I think it's uh, dmckey23 on there. So y'all hit me up. Um, I'll, I'll be glad to be on another episode later on in the future and was glad talking basketball with you today, man. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. I'll hit you up later. Anytime. All right. Peace. Late. All right. I think that's going to do it for the very first episode of Talking with Ballin'. Of course, big shout out to my good brother, Dustin, for coming on and talking some good old NBA with me. Good looking out, homie. I really appreciate it. And thank you to all you listeners who are listening in, and I really hope you all enjoyed. I'm working on a second episode right now, so if you keep following me on all my social media accounts, I'll let you know when that one drops. I'm also working on a page for this podcast in particular, so keep following me, and I'll let you know when that drops too. Until next time, I'll see you all later.